episode 79 with two prospects in Canada, Tyler Van Kill and Jamie Siraj. Let's do it. I am back. Not even 12 hours after the last episode, but I am dedicated. Episode 79 presented to you by Privateers, Harley Davidson, Eastern Canada's largest dealership. Uh, great sponsors, great friends of the promotion, as well as Vitalize. Check them out online at vitalize.us. We have a fantastic episode. It's a lunchtime rewind episode for you tonight, folks. Uh, we got today, I guess, tonight, today, whatever. Uh, this morning for the two of them coming on the podcast today. Really excited to be joined by two uh, kind of really, um, you know, they're, they're two guys that you're going to see at a higher level uh, very shortly. Uh, the first guy, I want to get him on really quickly. Uh, his name's Tyler Vankill. He's joined us before. Uh, he's from Morrell, Prince Edward Island originally. Now, uh, you know, he spent time lots in the, in the California amateur scene. He, he's a, he was a two-weight division title holder down there uh, under, um, I believe it was a, a Epic, something like that, uh, Epic Championship. Uh, I'll, I'll find that out. We'll find that out when we talk to him. But uh, an absolute savage, and uh, now he's like I said, 4-0, I believe, and uh, we're hoping to get him on one of our cards. We were supposed to have him on the, the first card, and we had, you know, injuries and other bullshit that just didn't kind of make it happen, but uh, let's bring him on without further ado. Uh, my man, a really, really great guy, Mr. Tyler Bankill. How are you, man? Good, man. How's it going? You know, you know it. Both the same, dude, you know, yeah, sitting yeah. here uh, enjoying the sunshine. Yeah. Could complain yeah. about stuff, but who cares? <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. Thank uh, you so much for joining us. You were you were uh, you were here before, man. Uh, you know, it's probably been a couple months. You were kind of one of the first guests, I think, we had to be honest. Um, and yeah, uh, you how you been doing since? Whoa, pandemic-y. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, you know, not much you can do, but it's you just do what you can. I mean, you just try to keep doing something every day. Um, yeah. Not much to, not much to do on for. Well, it's starting to be a little bit more you can do now, but you know. Yeah, you're making busy. You're you're making uh, like you're staying busy, man. Like I would say, I, your stuff is hilarious, dude. I gotta say, like <laughs> you're really comical, man. You you keep people motivated. You you keep me motivated, but you do it in like a because you're really talented, but you make it fun. Yeah, well, I've always been like a class clown type guy, so it's one of those things where I always, like, I don't care if you're laughing with me or at me, as long as yeah. you're smiling, I'm good to go. So it's one of those things for me where I know this stuff will put a smile on their face, and it does hold um, a, a practical value for me as well. Certainly, certainly. Because I, I get to train leg locks and, and, and whatever else, like the, on the ladder, I do the, I do, I, I made the ladder. You broke the first one, didn't you? Yeah, it didn't. Well, no, the second one, the the mobile one, broke. Yeah. Well, I, I the um the the idea is great. Is it? See, the thing is, I tried to do the drills with the um with the with the test model. Mm, didn't work. I didn't put it together that well. I didn't have screws, so I just found nails and like nailed it together. I kind of ah okay ship shapely. <laughs> but it is a good i like it man it's a it's a Good genius theory. product it really Good is theory. every club should have one of those you know in case mean? no one's there drill it to the wall the problem is with the one i made it doesn't have knees 
Uh, knees are knees are important yeah. for heel hooks, amongst other things. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. It's uh, you're big on that, and you have another page too. Uh, triangle. Uh, what is it? Tri- triangle triangle mafia. mafia. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's I good. Just tri- I just love triangle and people, man. So it's like. I was trying to, um, I did one video for the quarantine series mm-hmm. and um, I, I was tagging each page if I did a certain move or whatever, like leg locker or there's a rubber guard move, I tag rubber guard uh, assassins and then um, I did a reverse Kimura one, so I tagged the reverse Kimura guy and then I did mm-hmm. a triangle one and there was nobody to tag for the triangle one, so I was like, hmm. well, can't let that injunction <laughs> keep happening. I gotta like take that. something in my own hands. Yeah. So Triangle Mafia was born. It's cool. Yeah, I like tag Stay Mafia. Ooh, <laughs> there you go. I like that. I I love triangles, man. They're they're. Oh. It's funny because leg locks obviously have taken, not taken over, but like they're just so big right now. Like everyone does it and so, focuses on it, so especially online. Right so hot right now. Exactly. It's trending. Trending. So hot. So hot. <laughs> So you are you are seeing the Craig Jones with the leg locks. Mm, so oh, hot right now. So really hot. good, eh? Yes, yes, he's leg locking everybody. Did you see the thing about him and Kent? No. Yeah, he uh, Kent had a post breaking his uh, his oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. thing down, and then Craig posts. He's like, "No, no, buy buy my DVD." But I think they're in it together. I think they're laughing about it, like <laughs> doing it kind of. Craig, Craig's a beauty, man. Yeah, he's a really like when I spoke to him, I have not like we tried to get him on a lot of events, and then it just didn't happen. And then he was just like, "No, I'm not responding to you anymore," which is justably so, you know, like. He's got uh, ju- so many people, probably. Hundred percent, dude. Like paying him real money, <laughs> like good yeah. money to grapple. Like we're we. That's why we got out of that because it's just, like, how can you compete with someone paying someone that amount of money to grapple? It's just no, you can't. Yeah, it's and it's good for the sport, though. It really is. You know, it's good for those guys. Like you know, that's you putting it all around him too, which is invaluable in itself, right? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, the yeah. They're all they're Both they're definitely. He used to come down, so I know him because like all those guys from Australia come down to San Diego for worlds and like Southern California and stuff. They used to for worlds and stuff. So like when Craig was a Brown belt, um, whenever I was at the arena, mm-hmm. him and all those guys will come down from absolute and wow. they would stay and they would stay and train at the arena for like the week before. So like it popped up on my memory feed not too long ago. Um, cause like he came and he covered a class one time cause Barrett was out of town. Nice. So, so yeah, it just so happened that Craig Jones was covering class. That's the thing, dude. When you put yourself like, you know, you're, you're like, you left PEI at a, a super young, like when did you leave? Like 18, 19? I left 19? when I was 18. Yeah. yeah. Alberta. And then, um, lived in Edmonton for five years. And then after that, um, I like, I met my wife there and everything. And then we moved to, Phoenix and I started training in Phoenix when I was 26. Yeah. yeah. The rest is history, but you've been all yeah. over the place, right? And two years that... in Phoenix. And then, uh, and then we moved to San Diego. I trained at victory for like two weeks when I first got there and that wasn't my deal. Yeah. And I went over, went over to the arena and it just like, when I walked in, it just clicked. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice when that happens, you know. Like yeah. there's, you're that that's the idea for gym, right? You're supposed to be comfortable. You're supposed to, you know, it's like it's it's your training, man. You wanna you wanna train hard. You wanna sweat. You wanna get the work, yeah, but it's, it's gotta be fun. 
it wasn't my vibe. The people, it was that. That's what it was. Not the coaches or nothing like that. But like yeah. the people, people that went there, it was just like geared towards different type of people. Sure. Yeah. Necessarily, you know what I mean. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just knew I felt it right when I went into the arena that it was just different. And then the cool thing is, like, a couple months after I started there, uh, is when Barrett moved there. Nice. He was there like shortly after I was there, um, and I was still a white belt. So. I've been from white belt right up under Barrett. So wow, cool. Yeah, that was a cool part about it. Very cool. Who? So who's under? Who was there before him? One of his black belts, Jason Bukic. Okay. And, um, and Jake Mapes. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's fine. I was gonna say Jake's. Uh, Jake's a black belt. He he owns um, North County Jiu Jitsu in Vista, in San Diego County, I think. Man, um, so yeah, many clubs. yeah, there's like 90 of them in San Diego. <laughs> it's like the Mecca. Yeah. It's funny. I, I've been to San Diego and it's actually one of my more favorite memories of traveling. Like it was such a beautiful place, you know, and like out in La Jolla and some really beautiful aspects to it. But then I, like I was a kid and wasn't even involved in jujitsu. You know, it's, it's, I wish I, I, I will go back, but. Man, with this foolishness that's going on right now, I don't know. I'm cool with staying in Nova yeah. Scotia for a long time. Yeah, it's hard. I, I want to go back to Nova Scotia. It's not easy. Yeah, yeah. two well, two weeks of quarantine. Trying to get home to see mom and PEI, and it's just like not even worth it at this point. I've heard some really bad stories about PEI. Like people like uh, like yelling at people if they have like a like one guy I heard uh, he was there for work. Yeah, that's just PEI though. A lady lives there, but she got Nova Scotia plates because uh, her company pays for it, but she'd been living there for like a year. Somebody left like a nasty letter on her car. Like, Man. you you're not from here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that ridiculous. It's like, that's just back home though, man, because it's like <laughs> breaking Damn. news. The United States is on the verge of civil war and race relations. And in local news, mistaken plates lead to salty letter. So true, man. So true, salty letter. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 It's it's interesting how things are are different, but like I don't different know. Problems. It's big time, different problems, like you know, but le- the level of like how you just explained it is a is a great analogy, really, because you know, like there's some really crazy go- like things going on, and then like that. It's just yeah. way down here, right? It's funny how that works, man. Because like the worst thing people go through is still the worst thing they go through, but like the the scales and the levels of it are crazy. Because like, sure, yeah, you know? yeah, very <laughs> true, very true. Yeah, someone could go through life, and the worst thing they ever w- went through is like getting fired, or they're yeah, yeah. Like, you imagine or getting cheated then, like, on. It's or, still like the worst thing that's ever happened to them. So like. Yeah, it's still going to be comparatively just because you're like, oh, fuck, I wish that was the worst thing. You know what I mean? That, yeah. just, sucks. that just sucks for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Because there's there's levels of suck for sure. Yeah, right. But still, the worst for them is still the worst. So it's still the you know they're when they're trying to be like empathetic or something. It's like you still have to take that into consideration. Yeah, like they don't understand to the level you may understand too, as somebody that may had to, you know, like live on the streets or get over. Yeah crazy drug addiction but that's it's comparatively to them and you it's still the same yeah that's that's an interesting way to put it man i've actually never thought about it that way that's really i like that 
I use that analogy, like that that train of thought, when I'm trying to like teach people when they say it's hard. Because I used to, I used to get so fucking pissed off at people being like, "It's hard." Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, hard is a. It's a yeah. fucking hip. It's the hip escape. It's not that hard. Yeah. But I don't know what they're dealing with, kind of thing, right? Like I don't know. So you always got to make it like it's just a weird. Way yeah, that's right. Like because right? for you know, it, they could be training. They could be well. They could be sitting there, like in in half guard, for example, or whatever position. Like, yeah, and, and all they have to do is, is hip escape, like shrimp. But for them, maybe that's like a position, like that, like from childhood or something. Like, who knows, right? That bothers them, and yeah. for them, it is hard, yeah. right? So, you know, yeah, it's it's hard to teach I, too. You know, I don't like being on my side. Yes, that's right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Uh, you know that one time I fell and then he looked at me weird and I don't like being on my side because of it it's hard for me like I don't know yeah that's do you ever get that in class no oh man it's you've had teaching's hard teaching's really hard yeah I'm not I love it though yeah it's because I'll preface sometimes like listen guys I just want you to know when I say things a certain way sometimes, it's not because I think you're an actual piece of shit. <laughs> it's just because I care about the jujitsu and blah, blah, blah. And I'll explain well, it to them that way. Because, like, there are sometimes I'll be like, no, what are you doing? No. Yeah. Your yeah. left leg. Like, you know, and it's just the way it comes out of me. And I, and I express that to people all the time, right? Like, I'm just passionate about jujitsu and I'm like, your left leg. Yeah, but they're man. At the end of the day, you know, like Tyler, like I don't know if you've ever been to like a a youth hockey game or anything lately. I used to. I used to. But, rest. I used yeah, to like youth hockey, minor hockey. There's some Morale vicious when words was, when I was a kid. Oh my! I think God. it's better now because I think they all had to sign like a waiver, like the parents Ooh, and stuff. Parents? Like, yeah, I had a parent grab my helmet one time as a ref. I was standing by the board like this. And I called off side. <laughs> the grabbed my helmet from behind the glass and was like, that wasn't a fucking offside. Oh, like, my oh. God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just chin strap, turn around, crack. <laughs> oh, you, you know, like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, I'm, I'm, I was like a kid. Yeah, it's hockey is was, very intense. Oh, they're, they're, oh, yeah. It's all I got down home. Yeah, it's you know it's a it's a it's a great sport. I you know I loved it, too, loved it. growing up and stuff. It's uh, for anybody who doesn't play hockey, you, you don't understand the intensity of what happens out in that ice. It's some weird stuff goes on for sure. It's, oh man, yeah. We used to we used to like that was what we did. That's how we kicked off Friday nights. Sometimes, man, we'd have like the we'd have games on Friday or Thursday nights or whatever. It didn't matter. We'd we'd get her going after that, man. I remember one time this one guy tried to jump me in the game. And I was like all the way mad. We were waiting outside for him afterwards. Nice. This big whole fight with people. Man. I, I, I was just mad. I was yeah. mad because he, 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 he jumped me from behind and we, we kind of like knew we would probably fight in the game. Mm-hmm. But the way he did it, he just jumped me, grabbed my helmet, whipped me down and so like threw me oh, out. Oh, no. And, and then by the time I got up, it, we were separated and he's just all like whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I, was, I was waiting outside after the game and he comes out all smiley like, oh, what are you going to say? Just hit him. Nice. Whatever. And we started kind of scrapping. But then his dad grabbed me. Oh, wow. Yeah. His dad grabbed me and pushed me up against the thing. I'll never forget it because as I looked over, I see my friend Greg Perry flying over somebody and just smoked his dad in the face. 
<laughs> yeah. So I fed this guy oh, a couple God. more. I fed this guy a couple more punches. Uh, Greg was fighting him. One of the moms was like, "Call the police!" Oh. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, my buddy flew up in his truck. He's like, "Let's get the fuck out of here!" Through gear, and we just all took off or whatever. But yeah, oh, dude, hockey yeah. fights. Yeah, we had the same kind of yeah, thing here. Like Friday nights, like growing up, that was like in Picto County. Yet, so you had Picto Academy, uh, West Picto, East Picto, New Glasgow, Trenton, Westville, Stellarton. It was like eight towns in this little county right in every yeah. school every town had a school and every school had a hockey team so every friday night it was like four games yeah starting at like 4 30 right to like 10 o'clock at night in the same rink just one all, after the other. Yeah, yeah and yeah, all yeah. the schools would be in there man it was bananas it was crazy like we were so bad i'll never forget like i think my last my last year for sure like there wasn't very many people who even know how to skate. Like, you know, Picto Academy, it was really small school. And, yeah. and our goalie, like, he, I think he had to wear, like, like, uh, like, like, uh, steel toe boots one game and, like, like, big road hockey. Oh, it was foolish, man. I think we lost, like, 18 1 that game or something. But so many fights, so much foolishness going on all the time. Mighty Duck origin story. Yeah, pretty much, man. Like, I, I remember another year, too, or, uh, our coach, I don't know uh, what happened there or why, but like our, our team had a revolt. They they were like rioted. So like in, in between like the second and third period, the boys just jumped our coach and like beat the shit out of him. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What is going on here? Like, get beat the shit out of the coach, guys. And then like it all it all got broken up. Everything was cool, and then we went back out and obviously lost, but we went back yeah. and didn't call the yeah. game or anything. You did that shit as a united front. Oh, it was foolish. <laughs> yeah. Foolishness, yeah. Yeah, the street legal pads. That's right, exactly. They're right. There's uh, everybody has some good street hockey stories growing up here in Canada, buddy. So oh, yeah. anyway, what's the plans for you here in the future? Uh, you know, maybe fighting for, for us or, or fight night, I see. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I've had multiple contracts signed and yeah. uh, obviously everything kind of fell to shit yeah. but um i'm just looking to fight man i've had obviously you know with fla1 you know people yeah. pulling out and you know not getting shit in on time and mm -hmm. you know know the deal it's been the struggle that i've had my whole fight career but like hopefully the pandemic will like make it so that there's a lot of hungry guys you know and then it's like i can at least just yeah you know yeah it's just yeah i don't know man it's just weird i think that's gonna happen you know well wow. saying that they can't fight and then seeing them fight right away again like on a different card somewhere else but it's just mm -hmm. like why yeah you know? and it's like i'm not like some crazy scary guy or nothing i guess i don't know if i am but like, it's man this game is such a weird game you know and jamie i'm sure he'll attribute to that too anybody who's been involved in this sport for a long time like people signing contracts there's so much bullshit that goes on behind the scenes to this too right like the yeah the and it's, it's i mean i guess it'll get to the point where i'm just gonna start calling people out i guess and i'm not that type of person essentially like i said i just like to make people laugh right but like yeah. it's gonna get to the point where uh, like you're not if you're gonna if I fucking see you fighting somebody else whenever I know for for sure that we should have been fighting mm. come on yeah what is that mm -hmm. well there's, it's the, you know it becomes a point like and you see lots of people lots of fighters like that who are not typically like that and then you know you get your microphone you get that chance you're gonna say what you gotta say because it's frustrating you've been through these camps like 
no one will fight. Like it's not. Bro, I moved to Kelowna. I moved to Kelowna in November of 2018, and I told Coach basically I wanted to get like situated with my my shit and 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 start getting shit figured out. Start looking for me in like for January. Yeah. Of 2019. So he was looking starting right away anything for you know January and and beyond of 2019, and I haven't fought yet. Yeah, there's been tons of there's been tons of fight cards. Yeah, yeah. there's been tons of things where it's you know so it's uh, I'm confused. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed, we can get you something here. That it's funny, like we put up that post last week, and we like we've already got like 140 guys registered on our thing, and then we put the post up last week, and there probably was like another 120 or something. Yeah, like guys and girls that. So there's tons of people looking to fight right now, but that's you know, banking on. That's what I'm hoping on. That it's just I can get a place on one of these cards, and it's like you know. Yeah, we're we're moving forward, dude. We're moving forward. Uh, yeah. You know, we 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 have the proposal. We're finalizing it this week, and if yeah. if we can, we're going to put on for, like a show a month. For, yeah. so if we can, no crowd. So pro and amateur, that's the plan, baby. So anyway, buddy, uh, I got to thank down, you so man. much for joining us, dude. And uh, appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Great chat again. Uh, right. You know, it's good to see you. Good to catch up and uh, keep well out there, my man. You know, stay safe. Stay and, safe. Uh, yeah, stay healthy. Keep training. Uh, always. Yes, buddy. Okay. I can't, I can't not. Where can they find you online? Uh, Squid Vicious BJJ um, on Instagram. Also, uh, you can also fo- follow tri- Triangle Mafia. <laughs> triangle Mafia. Okay, perfect. Another, another triangle fix. Yeah. There you go, folks. That's where to find him online. Uh, check him out, Mr. Tyler Bankill. Uh, you know, a Prince Edward Island native, uh, doing great things out in uh, BC. Hopefully, you'll see him on uh, FLA in the future. There you go, buddy. Thanks for repping the East and uh, love, love to you, my man. Hell yeah, you too, bro. Have a good one. Oh. Awesome, great, great guy. Uh, great interview, and uh, the camera is way too close at the moment. But uh, yeah, it's uh, a. You know, one, it's funny to talk to Tyler in, in what he was talking about, uh, you know, having all these fights canceled. It's disappointing. And, uh, you know, we worked really hard. Uh, I, I actually guaranteed him a fight on that card. And we went through probably like seven or eight different opponents and it just didn't work out. But fingers crossed for you, my man, and in the future. But uh, let's get on to it with our second guest to the, uh, the show here. Uh, this guy, whew, and there's not much else you can say about this guy. He's a bantamweight in Canada who... You know, if if he hasn't uh, if he doesn't get to the damn UFC this year, it's it's an absolute shame. He's he's you know if not the best in the country right now, he's one of them, and uh, he's a two uh, two belt holder out of two different promotions in Canada, uh, an absolute stud. He trains at a check mat as well as Revolution uh, MMA in Vancouver. Uh, he does all the right things. He's coming off a, a couple injuries, but. You know, he's one of those kids that I think is going to, you know, the whole West Coast, like those BC guys are really lighting up the scene right now. And he's another one that I think is going to be, you know, a, a big name in, in the future with whatever pro- promotion he goes with. So uh, let's bring him on. Uh, the one and only Mr. Jamie Siraj. How What's are up, you, sir? Man? How you doing? How you doing? Good, good. Thanks so much for joining us, man. Did I pronounce that all right? Okay. Jamie Siraj. Hey, that's the best I've heard anyone say it, man. You didn't butcher it. Nice. <laughs> awesome, dude. I, I try to sometimes like watch YouTube videos 
I'm like, oh, just to make sure I'm pronouncing it somewhat correctly, like your old fights when they're pronouncing your fights. But then I'm like, maybe they're pronouncing it wrong. At the fight. Yeah. Most people butcher it, and it's really confusing because I'm on the exterior about as white as about as white as it comes. But then my last name is from Afghanistan, so my father, uh, he's from Afghanistan, so it's a very I'm a very confusing individual with a very confusing name. So yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Cool. That's a cool background. I didn't know that, man. But, uh, well, let's get right into it here with uh, your fight record, man. You're eight and two, you know, like, you, again, like I said, you're you're a really, not a, a prospect, you're like a top prospect. Um, what's what's in your mind right now? You're just kind of getting back into training. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm like, it, it was crazy. I, I So I, last year I had to pull out of uh, uh, my fight with Chad and Hellinger. I was supposed to fight him in October, November of last year. Um, and I just had some like uh, concussion, some concussion symptoms. And there wasn't like a specific event that triggered it. It was just like going and hard sparring and hard sparring. And I, I went out to TriStar in Montreal. I was sparring like four times a week out there. Uh, I, the week after my Blake Sigvaldison fight, I was helping Cole spar. Um, and just not giving my body that, that break that it needed, that it was asking for, uh, kind of had it in my head that I would be called for the UFC Vancouver card. I was praying every night with a voodoo doll, just yeah. stabbing at that. One of these guys would fall out. <laughs> it, didn't end up, it didn't end up happening. Nice. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, so I had to take some time off of that. I had to heal just let my let my mind and my body recover. It was kind of something that I needed, anyways. And then, uh, and then, getting back into things. So right around like February, March, before the whole world shut down, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yep, I'm back. So let's uh, let's get a fight booked. Let's get it going. So then uh, I, I I got back into training. Was just about to start sparring again. Uh, the world shuts down, and I'm like, "What the fuck? What's going on right now?" And <laughs> and then uh, and then I contracted this really. I don't. Uh, I probably shouldn't say, but I don't really care. It's 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 a funny story. So I contracted a stomach parasite that Ooh. was eating at my stomach lining and causing all these ulcers in my stomach. Um, so I had to. I was in and out of the hospital, in and out of like doctors' offices for the last three months and then i i just they just kind of got the diagnosis with the right medication for it so now i'm just healthy again and fingers crossed this is this is my time to get the ball rolling now so man like what a what a string of luck you've had here by the way how do you be positive like it be it it must be one of those things because obviously you're a fighter for one but for two you know, like you're, you're young too. And you, and some people, you know, you like, is it, is that one of the things you're like, no, I, I'm meant for that. Like, I know, like, this is my, the, my thing. I like, I don't, that's one thing I've never, my mind has never tricked me into not believing that I was meant for this. I know I'm, I, it's not even that I'm meant for this. It's just when I'm following this passion of mine, it just brings me, like I honestly think it just brings me this joy within inside myself and like I just feel it. I feel it like I don't know. There's something that you know when you're doing something yeah. and you just get that feeling on your chest like yes, yes. So that, I just keep following that, man. And who knows, maybe I'm following that to to, you know, becoming a 
a, a retard at 30 years old, but I, I don't know. I love this, man. I love this game. I love everything about it. You know, I um, it's funny because I hear like so many, especially as of lately, you know, like I hear so much talk of like uh, this money and this money and this money. And I hear fighters talking about, oh, I want to get paid this. I, want, I understand we all want to get paid more, mm-hmm. but I truly would be doing this with, with the, the intensity I'm pursuing it. If there wasn't money in this, I would work. A, I would work a nine to five job and I would still do this. I just uh, can't pay the bill. I love to fight, man. I love to fight. And promoters don't think that I'm saying that, you know, yeah, I want money. I want money. But what sure. I'm saying is like for my opportunity to get in the UFC, I, I would do whatever it takes. I would, I would go through whoever I would fight whoever for whatever amount of money and, it's it's never been about that for me. Of course, I want to be able to set myself up, you know, for financially for the future. I want to be able to take care of my family, you know. Um, but I love to fight, man. I, I'm a, I'm a dog that way. I love to fight. Like there's yeah. nothing I'd rather be doing. Yeah, and that's a great answer to what I was asking. And that's I guess why you're six a you're successful and b able to overcome that kind of stuff and continue to be positive. And it's interesting to me like that because I've, I'm shocked after like how many messages I was just talking to Tyler about the, how many messages I've received, but messages from really high level athletes who are like, man, I just want to fight. I will get myself there. I will fight for free because yeah. they're like, I want the opportunity to look good to get to the next level. You know, like they they need what I have or we have, and we need what they have. So it's it's interesting, you know. But you can't. We we would never expect anyone to fight for free. Like it's just not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I don't I don't care who's offering that or what. Yeah, totally, totally. No, but that that that's the thing, man. Is is right now, especially for me where I'm at. Um, like my manager hasn't even really put my name in the mix for anything because he's been very uh, up to date with what's been going on with me for the past, like almost eight months now. Yeah. And, and, uh, and he was, he was pretty confident that um, I guess the contender series was supposed to nice. happen earlier um, for this year. Obviously COVID kind of uh, messed that up, but um, you know, if it's not the contender series, I mean, whoever, I, I'm very open. Like I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not held down to any organization. I'm not, uh, I'm not in contract with anyone. And for me, like whether it was FLA, whether it's rise, whoever, I just want the opportunity because um, basically now this week I'm back to training, getting back to it. Uh, Basically uh, uh, my medications all finished now. So I can uh, just kind of pursue life back to normal now, which for a while there, it wasn't even – it's not that I didn't want to fight. It was just – it was so exhausting dealing with these these medical issues that I'm like, I don't even care about fighting. I just want to be healthy again. Yeah. I just want to have my health. And really um, getting back to where I am now, it's made me like so appreciative. And now it's like I just want to pursue my, my, my goals again. I want to get back on track. I want to get back to not only where I was – uh, before this, I want to show how much better I am. Um, yeah. Having this time to work on my mental and to just 
honestly, this break was just amazing for me. You know, I, I don't have the negative outlook that coronavirus – like, coronavirus is annoying. Like, I just waited in Life Labs with a gallon of piss for, <laughs> for, for, for 45 minutes. And, you know what I mean, because there's only one person allowed in the place at a time. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit over it, but at yeah, the end yeah. of the day – uh, I, you can't have a negative outlook to everything in life. Sometimes you just got to adjust and roll with the ball. That's it, man. I guess just like a fight, you know, like I, I feel the same way. Kind of, I'm annoyed, but then on the other side, the other side of the fence, I'm like, yeah, I'd be, I guess I'd be really annoyed if I was a uh, immune deficient and I couldn't go anywhere too. Yeah, totally. There, there's the other side of the ball. You're like, oh, I'm pretty damn grateful for what where, I got. Where do you live? We're in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. Nova Scotia. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. Like Halifax, Dartmouth area. So are you guys in like that, I guess, uh, like the phase, phase, what phase are you guys in? I have no idea. Phase maybe <laughs> two or three or something, but we haven't had a case here in two weeks. So we have oh, no, no active cases or anything. So we're really good. Uh, they actually said now you can be up to 10 without social distancing. So oh, okay. Clubs are starting to open back up and, with proper rules. So I would say uh to uh, this week or maybe at the end of the week they're going to open like uh newfoundland and brunswick pei in in nova scotia together so man if we can peel off an event in august september october november like just pay-per-view closed circuit kind of thing no fans it would be it'd be massive for a lot of people i, I really and i think like bfl i like those are like they're probably can they're going to do the same thing i would think yeah yeah I, well i think in british columbia i think from what I heard, there is a suspension on any um, athletic show till after September 1st, regardless with, of what the updates were. I think that British Columbia but also – like, I, hey, don't get me wrong. I love BC, but British Columbia Athletic Commission, sometimes they lose their marbles, man. Uh, I uh, <laughs> like – like out there? What's that, sorry? It's liberal? Is it like, like – Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. It's very like – it's very like, uh, um, you know, listen to Dr. Bonnie Henry out here and do as you're told. I mean, which is like, obviously, we're doing we're doing pretty great out here for, as far as like our cases and stuff like that. Um, you know, we were one of like the first provinces to open up sooner. Um, but it's just like, at the end of the day, it's got to, uh, the world's just got to come to this conclusion that like, we protect the people that are, uh, you know, immune compromised, we protect our elderly. Like even for me, uh, I live with my girlfriend who works in a senior's home. So mm -hmm. for me, I'm not stupid about what I do. I'm not, I'm not out like kissing and hugging everyone in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's gotta be a point where everyone just realizes that like, you know, let's, let's do what, he, what we can to take care of the, our, our sick people. But at the end of the day, like we can't live our head under a bunker forever i mean if it's if it's that deadly and that 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 dangerous of a virus we're gonna all make a mistake at some point anyways and we're all gonna get it yeah. you know what i mean it, it, and and the thing is is that like us living in the way that we have been and this is by no means i'm not a medical expert i was i was shitting my pants at the beginning of this yeah, like, everybody, everybody's the same i you think know what i mean like and but then you gotta just look at reality and Reality is saying that 99% of the time you're going to survive if you have this virus. Mm -hmm. You don't even have that with like – with what I had, for for example. This stuff, it, it was depleting my organs. Yeah. yeah I mean – Very, dude. 
it was it was crazy. So I mean, it's like at the end of the day, you can only control so much and only control people so much before they're just like, okay, well, I'm gonna take my chances, I guess. And for me, I'm not. That's not my mentality. I'm obviously being careful, but I mean, if I want to go to the grocery store, or go have a coffee with my mom, I'm gonna do it. Well, I agree, Jamie. Because, like, you look at it like, okay, so if I can go and buy a Ferrari, right, that yeah. can go 200 or whatever miles an hour, and I don't need any different license than I do to drive a Ford Focus or whatever, you know, like the yeah, it's crazy that, that could kill anybody going down the street. Like, no one's totally. a professional driver to be driving that. Like, and I know that's a weird analogy, but there's no, no, no. It, well, that can kill you. Car crashes kill. Hun literally hundreds of thousands of people every year and like obviously this virus is dangerous you know I'm, don't give me i would never say that it's not no. dangerous. yeah but but the, at the end of the day there are a lot of viruses every year you know people like there's something like 85 percent of people in the world have herpes at one point you know herpes can kill you yeah a cold sore in your mouth can kill you uh mm -hmm. you, you know what i mean like it's yeah. Any, there's so many things that can get in your body, get in your blood. Staff, staff yeah. is something that almost every single fighter I know is that you actually have a higher risk of dying from staff infection than you do from COVID. So the thing is just like, obviously in the beginning, we didn't really know what it was. So everyone was super careful, including me. I even, I lost my, I lost my shit. I made a video. I was like, fucking people stop going out. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, oh my God. I became like a Karen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, you know, like the media, like I was the same way, you know, I had, I ordered uh, gloves and masks and, you know, I had like, uh, like uh, all of the sanitizer and everything, but, and I, it's just the, the economy has suffered so much. Like it's, it's going to be a really bad ripple effect on how, to pay this back, you know, like that's where a lot of like, I think is important to work together because like, I, we're going to have a little round table here with a lot of the promotions in Canada, try to get everybody included and, and see to make sure everybody's in the same position to go forward and, and, and come out of this. Cause man, there's a lot of, a lot of bad things that have came out of this. I don't like, you know, like, yeah, it's, it well, it's just, it just has like something like this. It has such a snowball effect as well. Yeah. And then, you know, for, you know, like, I'm sorry, like, to have our, our prime minister saying that, like, life can't go back to normal until there's, like, a forced vaccination. I mean, that shit is crazy. And I'm not even an anti-vax person, man. Yeah. I stay up to date on everything. Uh, that shit is crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't get the flu shot because when the flu shot, when the swine flu, or sorry, not the swine flu, um, the, the that when that like Norwalk flu came out and they're trying to get everyone to do the vaccination. My parents got me vaccinated and I got it. Hmm. It's yeah, it, like injecting people with the virus can give you the virus as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like at the end of the day, I don't know. I think that shit's crazy. I mean, yeah. and yeah. I'm not even a conspiracy theorist. Like don't get like no, what it is. It's, I mean? it's such a weird. Like the, I actually got to say, it's someone had a good point on like man, like how far our society has come. Uh, because if you look at, you know, the, like until like in Canada, I guess we'll focus on Canada, not so much the United States because they're dealing with a whole different mess down there. And we still have that mess up here. Don't get me wrong. But um, like our society regarding the COVID thing, everybody was stuck inside for the most part, but no one was like, everybody was kind of listening and yeah. paying attention. And like people are like, well, that's because our society has become more civilized. But is it, or is it because our societies become more sheeps? 
Yes, exactly. Right? Like it's it's one of those things. Like the people like because like I look at the media and it's like a media is just a rich guy who's hired people to exploit his views. Yes, like, exactly. Or, and like for the simple fact that like there's places like uh like you can go to you can go to the dollar store, but like uh, a naturopath clinic is closed or a mm. physiotherapy place is closed or like, you know, uh, in the beginning, I, I, I was dealing with this issue. It was crazy. I kept having doctors tell me that I had to go home and I had anxiety and I'm like, like having like, like constant shakes because my calcium levels were dropping so low that it was causing my body to go in like a, a always like a state of shock. And my blood pressure was so got up to like 160 over 120. And, uh, and like my heart was beating like about a hundred beats per minute every day. And they're like, it's anxiety. I'm like, Oh, uh, like, this is crazy. This is yeah. crazy. The world. And I'm like, I'm telling you, there's something wrong. Like, like, and then it wasn't until I, I, I met this new doctor. He got me in touch with, uh, a GI specialist and then they ended up getting me in touch with a neurologist and then they finally got to the root of the problem and even their clinic ended up calling me about it. like we apologize for really? you know, yeah it was bad it was crazy it was crazy man I mean frustrating to deal with it, it was very frustrating it was four months and because we just the, the healing got so delayed because of uh, yeah. because of just not being able to get the right answers but I mean yeah it's Fucking crazy world we're living in. Right it really now. is, man. It really is, dude. But yeah, it's, you gotta have a sense. You gotta have a sense of humor about it. Otherwise, it'll drive you get Like I was just no, for about, real, for real. Like, like, we were just talking about. It. I was like, this is like it's it's almost so crazy that it's funny. I can't believe. Like I, I don't I don't follow it too much anymore. And it's and I will say like out east here, it's it's like I I don't follow the news anymore. I try no, like, on, on social media. I unfollow all that stuff. Yeah, and out east it seems like it's not as super packed out here anyway, and even in where I am in Dartmouth, but it seems like it's back to normal. People are doing the right thing, keep keeping distance, but like you can be in the group. But uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere but here. I gotta say, Jamie. Yeah, totally. No, I hear you. Yeah, it's no. not. It's well, tough. Yeah, in big cities. I just want to get back. I just want everyone to get back to training and everyone like let's just let's get some fights going man that's that's what canada needs right now we need some fights i agree i agree so what's 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 the future hold for jamie here any any plans in the near future or um well for me like obviously well my manager is gonna do what he can on his part i mean yeah. I, I think i have the best management team in in the world you know with jason house and the guys really? at Iridium. Yeah. so um they can control that from their side. I have no control over what communication is, is said with the UFC. Um, if not, man, I I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait to see if I get that short notice opportunity. I'll just keep earning it, man. I'll just keep fighting whoever it is, that whoever the next guy is. Line them up. I'll take them out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, uh, I, I feel it's crazy. For as long as I haven't been training, I – I just feel like it's not going to take me that long to get right back to yeah. where yeah. where I was. You know what I mean? Um, I've I've learned that about myself that I actually get into fight shape very quickly, mm -hmm. um, and I'm able to like you know just from doing it from such a young age that my muscle memory is like I've been obsessively doing this for the last yeah. 13 years of my life. So yeah. um, 
you know, I turned 26 this week. I mean, I want to get things going. I want to get my career going where not where I deserve to be because deserving is such a weird word, yeah. weird word because there's a, there's a hundred, there's a hundred Bantamweights in the world with great yeah. records that deserve to be in the UFC. Mm-hmm. We all deserve it. But I think it's more so I just want to be the guy making that statement to, to be shown that like, listen, if you give me my opportunity, you are going to have an exciting addition to your weight class. Because I, tr- I like I've been obsessively studying these guys just while I've been out, and I don't know. I I, I feel like a lot of bantamweights in Canada will give a lot of bantamweights in the UFC big for problems. sure. I agree. Big problems. Yep. And uh, you know, like if not, I mean that Chad and Hellinger fight was supposed to happen. I mean Chad's on an eight fight win- or eight or nine fight win streak or something like that, and that's a fight that. I was personally really excited for. I know that yeah. uh, Canadian fans were very excited for it. I would love to honor that. Um, you know, all respect to Chad. He was the one. He showed up that night. Um, he was incredibly respectful about it. Um, so it's no like call out or anything like that. I just would like to fight him because I think that fight makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, just with my trajectory, you know, my win streak, his win streak, his title. My title. I mean, yeah. I haven't defended my title, uh, but uh, y- you know what I mean. I've been taking yeah. out. I've been taking out top top guys in Rise FC. I I've been taking out top guys in Unified, top guys mm-hmm. in in BFL. Um, and you know, I I actually I fought for I fought in Fredericton for Elite One way back in the day. Yeah, I, fought, too. I fought Adam McDougal. So hey man, I'd, I'd maybe like to take a trip back out east. Yeah. And, you know, maybe we can figure something out. Sure, sure, man. Well, you know, it's uh, whatever we can figure out. You know, there's there's lots of lots of opportunities. You know, coming up hopefully in the future, man. With like I was talking to Tyler about, you know, there's four fights and four four fight cards. I guess is is what we're planning. And uh, if if all goes well with Nova Scotia Health and the commission, but the commission's positive about it. They're they're happy to work with us and uh, see, awesome. see what we can do, man. Yeah. So fingers crossed, everything goes well. But man, hey, we'll better, make up Nova Scotia from my. <laughs> That's it, man. Like, you know, who knows? Like, if, if they're on board and if we can get the the proper, you know, we have a, a really good proposal put forth and, and the really right uh, things, uh, we're doing the right things and we have kind of a venue that is uh, solely our own, kind of like the UFC. Uh, yeah. So the cage will be set up and left there and locked up and no one will be in there until the next event kind of thing. So, Sweet, uh, man. That's, yeah, that's... Uh... That sounds fantastic. Fingers actually. crossed. Yeah. So, you know, it's who knows what can happen, man. But I got I got to thank you so much for joining us, Jamie. Uh, you know, again, I've been following you for a long time. You've been a staple in the Canadian scene, dude. And, and I really uh, I'm really glad to see you back for one. And I really wish you the best for two, whether it's with us or another promotion or man making that step, which you, you really deserve. Um, we wish you all the best from, from our end, dude. And, you know, uh, if there's anything we can do, just by any means, get in touch. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. It was great to finally talk to you. You know, uh, I, I just have to say too, you know, like, like you said, whether it's with you guys or whatever, it's amazing for, uh, you know, all these promotions to be coming out and to give all these fighters different platforms, you yep. know, and, 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 and it really helps grow the scene, you know, like L- FLA, Rise FC, you know, um, Unified MMA. Yep. Um, uh, it, it's great to have different options and different 
you know, because different options means different territories with different exactly. opponents. And, you know, sometimes promoters, they're not too excited to, you know, be flying 20 people in for yeah. one card. You know what I mean? So it really does help to have guys like yourself, you know, guys like uh, Saba Fadai, guys like Sunny Serene, you know, mm -hmm. Jay Shani from Battlefield. So, I mean, I wish you guys all the best regardless, um, you know, and, and I'm very appreciative to be on your show. And thank you for having me on, man. Awesome, dude, man. That that means a lot, and those are really smart and uh, and kind words, man, from a veteran of the scene, dude. So lots of love from here, and we'll see you soon. All right. Yeah, my man. Thank you so there, much. There you go, folks. Uh, uh, the Gremlin Team Gremlin on Instagram, Jamie Siraj. Awesome, very cool. Uh, great guy. Uh, a guy I've been following for a long time. Uh, yeah, deserves a shot for sure. So uh, get him on there, guys. Anyway, folks, there you have it, episode 79, uh, the lunchtime rewind, we'll call it. Uh, we're off today. I got to give a quick congratulations to, congratulations, no con, just congratulations. Congratulations to my niece, uh, Cassie Clark. Uh, she's graduating today. Congratulations to you and uh, great job on winning those awards. So lots of love from my end. Anyway, folks, uh, episode 79, again, presented by Privateer Harley Davidson. Check them out, Eastern Canada's largest Harley dealership, 0.99% uh, financing available right now on all their 2019 models. And uh, yeah, a great sponsor, great people, great friends of the event. So check them out online, uh, privateersharleydavidson.com. We'll be back on oh, tomorrow night with another episode. And uh, then Saturday night will be our last one for the week. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Lots of love. If you can be anything in this world, be kind. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Remember to hit that subscribe button. And as always, thanks to our friends. We'll see you tomorrow.